Eagles Entertainment. On Wednesday, August 25th, head coach Nick Sirianni spoke to the media. Hey, Nick. How you guys doing? Good. Are you, uh, are you still rotating at left tackle? Uh, well, uh, Andre just got back. What the, well, how many days has he been back? Two? Yes. Yes, Yeah, so right now, right now with, with him just getting back, he's working with the twos and Jordan's working with the ones. So you're not decided on that? Not decided, no. Nick, what's your philosophy on uh, kind of scripting the openers in your game plan and how did you sort of formulate um, a plan or who did you talk to to figure out how you want to do that? Um, shoot. Yeah, the uh, as far as the openers go, like you're saying like the first 15, right. talking through that, yeah, I, we, there's a checklist of things we like to hit. Obviously, I'm going to keep that in-house, but we've uh, we've I've done a ton of studying on that. And, you know, every every place I've been, whether it's been, the, you know, last year obviously as the coordinator, last three years as coordinator, or – even as a quarterback coach or a receiver coach, and always with Frank, when Frank was the was coordinator, even back in our days in San Diego, we did those openers together. You know, it's a lot of things that what you you want to get to a fast start. So a lot of things that you like and you think are gonna that are gonna work out well, and uh, you know, um, that's kind of how we think through it. But there's a lot of different like things that we look at of what we how we want to start a game, how we want to marry things together, etc. When, when, when during the week do you? Well, you want to see all the practices, right? You want to see Wednesday, Thursday, Friday practice. So it's usually Friday and Saturday, Saturday morning, Friday afternoon, Saturday morning when you're doing that. If you're if you're feeling, uh, if I mean, there's some plays, though, that you go on Thursday night, like, yeah, this one's going to be in because you practice it twice on Wednesday and Thursday. So it's usually anywhere between Thursday and Saturday. Based off what you've seen this summer, what kind of a season do you think Miles Sanders is in store for? And what's your philosophy when it comes to – Rotating running backs. Are you a heavy rotation guy? Uh, ride the lead, lead back. Um, you know, I, I've obviously been impressed with with Miles' ability to play. I think I think he's a he's a very talented back. Excited about the things he's going to be able to do this year for our team. Um, as far as that goes, you know, we just like we like to keep guys fresh. So you know, if Miles needs a break, and you know, we'll have a guy in there to sub him. You know, and then also too with our passing game. Um, there's definitely things Miles can do, but we also we also have some other backs that we want to like with Kenny rotate in, and Boston's doing a good job of that as well. Nick, in your in your experience uh, in the evaluation process, how much can you really get in this last week of joint practices and preseason when you're trying to make decisions on the roster? Oh, I think a lot. Yeah, I think a lot. I think you get a lot of uh, just all this work, this joint practices. Again, I've said it multiple times. It's 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 game like, and the guys are juiced up to go and, and roll. So you're you're seeing what they'd be like in a game, all right. And uh, so very important part of the process of, of of how we evaluate and who we keep on this team. I mean, well, you've seen who's been working with the with the ones at every every position, or at you know, like who are the, the guys have been working with the ones. I mean, that's who we're we're seeing as our as our starters at this point. Um, that doesn't mean we've made a decision there. Again, Andre just got back from a. He, I thought Andre was having a great camp. I think Jordan's having a great camp. It's just Jordan's been able to go the entire camp where Andre had had that setback. So that's just one that still needs to play itself out. Um, but with where they are right now, it's just because of the injury situa- situation, and Jordan will stay with the ones today and um, for today. Do you expect the starters to play on Friday? 
Uh, still, that's that's still the same thing. I mean, we're still talking through that. We're still we're evaluating. We saw to the, yesterday was great work. We got really good work. Guys are guys are sore, and we know that. And today's going to be good work, right? And so we're expecting to come out here today and have and have really good work. And then just every guy is a case by case scenario. Nick, Jill, first up on that. Jill mentioned the speed uh, at the wide receiver positions, particularly Quez, uh, Jalen, and Monte. How does their speed sort of help? the run game and that they can kind of keep uh, the back end of the defense. Yeah, I think I any time you're like, hey, I got two players right here. Who do I want, this guy or this guy? Well, this guy, they're similar, they're similar skill sets, but this guy's way faster. You're always going to pick the guy that's faster. It's just a, a game that the game in general is speed speed helps you and uh so it's nice to have those three guys that can really run um they help it in every in every aspect they blow the top off the coverage um in the pass game and they can run their guys out of there in the run game and they can not only run guys out of there but like if you have if you have major speed teams will play different defenses and keep a lighter box um to help out in the run game as well so um we're hoping that that's that's the the case here with these guys that defenses look at us like that and we get little lighter boxes because they're afraid of the deep ball and the big play. When you said that Hurts' presence doesn't box with both personnel, but with both Hurts and Goddard, how do you get enough snaps to them without you know, leading into 12 personnel? It's, good. it's a good problem to have, right? A really good problem to have because you got two really good players right there. I mean, they're really efficient. You look at all our catch charts throughout the, the, entire, uh, the entire preseason practices, like they're both right up there with the most catches in in, uh, uh, in team periods, and they're up there with the most targets, and they're up there with the most uh, the highest percentage. So, you know, it's you always want to get your best players on the field, and so um, that doesn't mean just because we want to be a little bit more eleven than twelve, that doesn't mean you don't mix it in and and, and work through it. So, um, you know, again, we're looking we're looking at all our diff- different packages to give the defense different looks to look at. And when we have two tight ends like that, that, that 12 personnel, they, that, will, that will cause people some fits. When you, finally got, when you finally got to sit down with Jalen Hurts and learn what he knew about scheme and playing the quarterback based upon his previous year in the NFL, what did you find and how did you approach that in terms of you teaching him how you wanted to teach him? Yeah, you know what? It was more about, hey, here's what we, here's how we teach you to read stuff. Here's how we teach you. Here's what this is good against. Here's what that's good against. It wasn't, you know, and there's some, there's some questions like, hey, what have you hit this against before in the past? But it was really just, hey, here's how, here's this play concept, or here's this concept of plays, and here's how we're reading this, and here's the look, here's the looks of what we like it, and here's the looks when we don't like it. So it really wasn't a lot of, a ton of talk about his past his past scenarios. He knew, he understood what we were talking about. He understood how we wanted to read it. So I assume that he had he had reps in the past going over those things. Nick, Nick, Nick sort of a follow up on a previous question um, about how do you decide on your starters. Uh, 16 days between Friday and the season opener. I know there's a lot of factors that go into it, but is there any concern along those lines that that's such an unprecedented time between the end of the preseason and the season opener? And does that factor into the decision? Of playing guys Friday? You know, Again, same same thing. It's everybody's in a case. This is a brand new territory that we're in, right? And and we don't plan on taking two weeks off before Atlanta, right? We plan on working our tails off that we, particularly that you know, we know what the week's going to look like before Atlanta. Very similar to a week that's going to look like in week four or week seven or whatever. You know, that week's spelled out, and we're gonna we're gonna work our tails off that that 
two weeks before. So we got to we're, we're gonna we're gonna work hard in that that time frame. So again, it's all case by case of what we're gonna what we're gonna do. Again, I, we, this is great. I love this work that we're getting and with these two joint practices and the three preseason games. Um, you know, to me, that's what seven seven preseason games in my mind of of how we've been working. Maybe we've seen recently Jalen Rager had a lot of success in one on ones. What does it take for a receiver, specifically him in this case, to translate that into team situations and game situations? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess in team situations, you're up. Hey, there's a 40 second clock and you're up again, and there's a 40 second clock and you're up again. There's a 40 second clock and you're up again. Um, and you know we're not really snapping it at one every time, so it's really like what 20, 20 to twenty-five seconds to just sustain that conditioning, all right, throughout the whole thing. What the one-on-ones are there to do is to really perfect your technique and perfect your fundamentals, and see if the the talent that you have and the fundamentals that you that you've learned is going to win your one-on-one matchups because that's what this league's about. It's all the one-on-one matchups that you got to win, and so. Um, you know, those are great experiences for him, that, and he's doing a really good job of winning those one-on-one battles there. And now it's just, hey, can you sustain that play-to-play-to-play-to-play? To play to play to play? Get into that level, like, what, what does it take? That's what, pra- that's what practice is for, right, is to go those – that's why they're going six plays in a row, seven plays in a row, to simulate the drive. So it's the combination of the one-on-ones and then the practice reps that they do. When you sit down – do you factor in what Jalen wants if he thinks he needs to work? How much does he does his voice come into that equation? We listen to all. We talk. We take all. Everybody's opinion is is taken into consideration, and we listen to everybody of what we want to do. And and the player, we gotta listen to the player and, and hear what they're thinking too. That doesn't. But again, at the end of the day, it's my job to do what's best for the football team. So group effort and everything. But at the end of the day, I know my name's on it, and I gotta and I gotta do what's best. What I think the best for the football team. You talked about how important you think it is to, to talk to the players who you release um, because you know the, the importance of connection. How how heavily is uh, the looming roster weighing on you? Yeah, it's that's that's a ter- that's a hard part of the profession, and like it's just it, I didn't just start doing it. like we I met with these players as a coordinator. You know, I always wanted to meet with all the offensive guys in Indy, and then as a position coach, same thing. Um, it's never fun. It's it's never because these guys have, have they've built the culture that you, that that we have today, right? And they, they've worked so hard, and it's always a, it's a it's a tough it's a tough thing. But you know what? There's a lot of things about my job that are tough, and uh, you know, so the focus I don't let it weigh on me. You know, when they when they come in, I want to have a good uh, thought of what I want to say to them, what they need to work on to, to help them stick somewhere else, what they need to perfect in their craft. Um, but I just I, I try not to let it weigh on me at this time because we got so many other things to do of, of getting guys ready to play in that in that first game in practice today. Receivers have talked about the versatility of where they line up outside versus slot. Do you have a preference, though, for – who you think is better suited to the to the slot of those top three guys that we've seen? To me, I wouldn't say that because to me, it's everything's based off of um, it's play by play of who does this best. Like so in the slot, who has the best yards after catch that we want to throw a screen to, for instance, or whatever, throw in a reverse to. Who is the fastest guy that we want to run and the most creative guy on a crossing route that we want to run that to. Who's the guy with the best feel that we want to run an option route to? So there's all these questions that you have of who does what best. And that's why it's not – I never really like to look at it like this guy plays X, this guy plays Z, this guy plays slot. 
they're very interchangeable to me, and they've and they've always been in my uh, in my career. So, um, and what the other thing that does is when you're willing to switch guys around, is it makes it very difficult to the defense to see what you're doing. Like, what what are they doing now? Why is this guy here? Why is it? Every defensive coordinator I've talked to, that's that shares like that's that's what they always say. It's a nightmare preparing for you guys because you guys constantly are mixing guys around. What was your other question? How, how much, in fact, like, you know, is there a percentage, but how much can, can the outside guy go inside? How much can the inside go I, I think a lot. I think a lot. Now, there, to me, there, there is a time in that, and I've had guys like this in my career, like outside guys I always think can find things that they can do inside because there's a lot of routes that are the same. There are some inside slot receivers that don't have the ability to move outside because it's just a little bit bigger of a game. But guys that are outside guys, I always think can move in and do certain things in there. I'm not saying they can do everything, but do certain things. But the only thing where I limit a guy is ever, and it says, hey, this guy's a slot, and he's a slot only. And I don't see that out of our guys. I think they all have flexibility. Last one, guys. I have a timetable on the cloud. But their roster status depends on a timetable. Do you expect either one back in the first six weeks? Um, again, that's... Yeah, I, I, right now we're saying what that those guys, where are we at here, Bob? Yeah, they're week to week. So again, just no timetable. I mean, we're hoping the sooner the better, but no timetable on any of those guys. I mean, they would if if McLeod's not on up, he has to be on fifty-three. Right. So do you have to know what that timeline is specifically by next week? And yeah, and that's what we're talking through with the doctors, and we're talking through with the medical staff and the training staff. So yes, those those are important discussions that we have to have, and that we we have been having. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. For more news, daily training camp analysis, and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.